When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I'm your Auntie Gina. And, and we're, we're your weird, weird aunts. The show where we take a look at current pop culture and talk about how it connects to past trends and fads. Okay. Yeah. So happy horror happy, days. Happy horror days. Yeah, I I couldn't let go. Of the spectacular um, Halloween season, we did we did record Return to Oz, which was great, and my computer ate it, um, ate my audio recording. Yeah, like the Baba Duke. Yeah, and it's just it's a cursed some shit curse, and and you don't you don't revisit it. You just accept it and move on. That's the thing. I mean, I feel like sometimes universe isn't ready to return yeah. to Oz. It was, we're just, we weren't in that place. It was too much. But uh, just like the holidays is too much. And that's why we like to cope by watching horror movies. And that's, that's why it's the horror days. Mm-hmm. Happy horror happy, days. Happy horror days. So eat your stuffing. You know, watch yeah. some ho- watch some horror and cry you yourself to sleep or you whatever. Do I don't anyways. know. Yeah. Yeah. No, always, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Always eating stuffing. Always crying to sleep. Yeah. No, it's true. Um. <laughs> so, do you want to tell them what we watched? Oh. So, do you want to look it up on your phone? And I'll cut right to it. <laughs> And pretend that you were totally prepared. I forgot to read it. (laughs) No, it is totally okay. I'm so sorry. Oh, I I am sitting in a place of judgment. (laughs) Now, my short-term memory could never. It is so good. I'm always prepared. It's like when they call you to read in class and you're like, no, I'm not emotionally prepared to read right now. It's such a short fucking description, too. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Oh, okay. so, hey, Ruthie, I was yeah. just wondering. Yeah. Did you have a, a description of the film we chose to watch? I do. I do. Okay. Um, it says, a woman staying at an Airbnb discovers that the house she has rented is not what it seems. Okay. Interesting. It's called Barbarian. Oh, I'm sorry. We watched Barbarian. <laughs> and um, I thought it was an A24 movie just by, you know, like, it's been getting a lot of hype out there. Like, a lot of, yeah. you know, I've been hearing in the horror circles about, like, um, oh, this movie. You gotta watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But it's not it A24. Was, it's not. But it's very uh-uh. reminiscent of those, you know. Yeah, it's it's a it's a smart smart film. If I were in this film, mm-hmm. uh, it would have been exactly three minutes long. Oh, same. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I like this film, should just be called "When You Make the Wrong Decision Every Time." <laughs> um. <laughs> yes, I, I didn't. Okay, so this okay. film, it first like. Well, once I started getting into it, it reminded me very much of, like, a Jordan Peele movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean... Now, why, why, in what way? Um, because you know how, like, his films are, like, um, he gives you, like, like a, like a, hmm, how do I explain it? It's like, uh, like, like how Get Out... This like, is not, this is not what I signed up for. That, I, yeah. Yeah, like, like, just really fucked up shit happens to, like, people, and it's weird, and everything seems kind of normal, and you go with it, but then it's like, no, this is not normal. None of this right. is normal. And then why are you, why are you continuing to do this? Right. Why are you, why do you keep along with this? But to be fair, I think that when most people have looked at decisions I've made, they could say very much the same thing, which it was like is like a Jordan Peele movie. <laughs> why why are you doing this? Why do you continue to do this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> this looks dangerous. Um and fair enough. But, um, oh, wait, I actually, let me see. I hope I still have it. I okay. saved Lucille Baller on Twitter. Oh. Uh, and she says, shout out to my sis. She did everything wrong and still made it through. Um, mm-hmm. And that, like, you can't get a more accurate. <laughs> yeah. Because, so, and the other thing, too, is that, so this is set in, Detroit, which we we covered, um, it follows, was also set in Detroit, and I was like, is this Detroit, Slovakia? Like it looked, <laughs> because it had a very Eastern European vibe too. I really couldn't put my finger on it, but I think it was indeed was shot, uh, somewhere in Eastern Europe. <laughs> really? I swear to God, I swear to God, I um... feel like I read that. But, um, because it, well, let me tell you why that makes sense to me. And if I'm wrong, please excuse me. Okay. But that sort of like the end of an empire feel where if you go to, it's like after the decline of communism and capitalism in Detroit's case. Mm -hmm. And it's just sort of this weird, amoral place where... Like, the cops don't even care. There is no sense of, You know what I mean? Like, nobody... When you're in trouble, nobody's coming to get you. Oh, that's Portland right now. <laughs> there is a time where it's like, oh, you know, I don't know what happened, but, like, 
the basket of apples was taken from my porch. It's like, we'll get you, we'll get you out of the bottom of this. And now it's like, hey, I just escaped an underground prison. And the cops are like, uh, shut up, crackhead. Like, yeah, you know, go back to your underground prison. <laughs> Listen, we got more important things to take care of here. God knows what, because why are you out in the middle of Detroit, Slovakia anyway? Because this place, I was like, where is this, again, where is this meant to be? It felt like so remote. Because So we have, like, our protagonist arrive at this Airbnb, which I don't know if, I don't know if you've ever, like, as somebody who is, like, already, like, antsy about Airbnbs, Mm -hmm. if I showed up and there was a another dude there no goodbye yeah and not only that but it just happens to be in this case it happens to be a bill scars guard wow and god bless him because in this movie he was not a villain but how are we supposed to know we didn't know that yeah it it's it's funny to me that like they had to go th- he let he was like he knew that she was tense about it was like you know how about i open this bottle of wine i won't make you tea because i didn't drug the tea and it's just like you know the fact that he was aware of how like for a woman he was being very he was being very good about it i think which yeah was very threatening (laughs) that's what's so sad there really is no winning (laughs) No. There really is no winning, but it's like, but he did acknowledge the fact that, like, you know, women really do feel like they have to, you know, navigate a tra- and in and in her case, she was right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, not about him though. I swear to God. So, I remember when you you had already seen the film. You wanted me to watch it, and yep. I was like. This has, it's a time loop horror. Is it a time loop? You were like, nope. I was like, okay. I was like, it's an interdimensional horror. You're like, absolutely nope. not. Because it was so hard for me to believe <laughs> that it was just a straight up underground torture pit that somebody found their way inside of well, on purpose. Yep. That's, that's what happened. So Tess ends up staying there with um, his uh, Keith. His name was Ke- uh, Bill Skarsgård was Keith. So Tess stays there with Keith. She decides for whatever reason, because he's like, I'll take the couch. And she's like, are you sure? He washes the sheets and everything for her. Like, he's being very nice. He's wanting to make her feel accommodated, even though, like... And you, you feel like, oh, fuck, he's part of this, obviously, because... He calls the the rental Airbnb place and, like, isn't it he couldn't get a hold of them or something? Like, I don't know, something stupid happened. And, and so he's like, well, you know, all the hotels are booked because there's a convention going on. So you're not going to be able to find a hotel. And it's like, oh, how how convenient, of course. Like, wouldn't... I, I would at least call a hotel and be like, hey, is there a convention going on? Do you have an opening? No, she doesn't do that. And mm-hmm. so then he's like, oh, I'll just sleep on the couch. So, again, he washes the sheets for her. And she's like, okay, cool, thanks. Like you said, he opens a bottle of wine in front of her. And mm-hmm. then, and then like, they start having this conversation. And um, he, like, they start having all these things in common. 
and they kind of build this friendship and you think they're gonna fuck or something i don't know that's the, <laughs> that's the vibe i got no am i wrong no no you're not wrong you're not wrong okay i mean they were drinking a whole bottle of wine and i'm like Oh. Yeah, um, yeah. I but she's already like it, it to me it's wild because like she's like escaping a bad relationship and already like you know trying to set up for a new relationship and I'm like I don't know like maybe like take a break like take yourself yeah. out like maybe like what you what you need right now is not a man. You know maybe like go find a hotel room. Yeah, in a car. You got an SUV. And not only that, but it's like, so, and where does this, you know, oh, you know, this sort of crush on this guy get her? Go further into an underground bunker. Right. So she goes into her room Mm. that night, gets all ready for bed, goes to sleep, blah, 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 wakes up. And the door is open. Did she or did she not lock the door? I don't think she remembered to. He told her to lock her door. And I don't remember mm-hmm. if she did or not. Anyhow, point being, he was making weird noises in the night while he slept. And she's like, what the fuck? Gets up, goes out in the living room. And he is making, like, torturous noises on the couch. And so she wakes him up for some stupid reason. And then he freaks out. And he goes mm-hmm. back to sleep, right? And she's like, okay. And she's like, I thought I heard a noise. Never mind. Goes back to sleep. Goes back to bed. Yeah. Was it the next yeah. day that this happens again? So then she, so she's there basically because she's there for a job interview mm-hmm. at this place, right? So she goes to her job interview that day. They're sharing a mm-hmm. key because she never got a key for the play. Or, um, yeah, yeah, she never got a key. It was supposed to be in the thing. She never got a key. So he has the only key. He's like, well, um, you know, don't forget to put the key in the box. In the lock box, yeah. Yeah, so then she goes to her job interview. Everything seems great. And then as she's walking out, the the gal that interviewed her is like, oh, where are you staying? And, you know, she tells her the neighborhood that she's staying in. She's like, oh, you don't belong there. Yeah. Don't go there. And she's like, right. well, I'm just, you know, it's it's nice. It's fine, whatever. And she's like, No. You need to leave. Absolutely, yeah. And she doesn't. Yeah, and she even, she was just like, beyond, she was like, look, beyond this job interview, whatever, I'm just telling you, as a, like, in a very sort of sisterly way. Yeah. You're not familiar with the city. You're like, you need to get out of there. Get out. Not safe. Like, and again, it's like, (laughs) had this been me in this movie, if I had made it this far, which my, right. when, with my anxiety could never, darling, <laughs> it could never. Like, I would not fall asleep. No. I would be pissing my pants. And then that morning, it's like a, at first light, I'd get in my car and I'd get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I'd still go to my job interview, but then I would leave. I would fucking leave. Sure, I would. I would go to a star. Like I'd go to a Starbies. I'd do my makeup in the bathroom, and I would never go back. Right. So then she she does go back. Yeah, that's not what our heroine decides. She goes back, gets (laughs) out of her car, and a man starts fucking chasing her. Yeah, baby girl, baby girl, baby girl. 
And she's like, oh, my God. And she runs into the house. And he's like, you need to get out of there. It is a bad place. Yeah, get out of that house. And And again. Again. (laughs) (laughs) Like, can I? Okay, this reminded me of the time, like, um, you know, like, I grew up super religious. And we had, like, you know, like, traveling preachers. And there was this story that was really popular where, um, like, there was this awful flood, and this guy, like, kept praying. He was like, God, save me. And then this guy comes in a boat, and the guy's like, no, 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 I'm fine because I'm praying, and any minute now God's going to come save me. And then he gets to, like, the roof of his house, and, like, somebody's in a helicopter, and he's like, no, I'm fine. Like, God's going to save me. And then he drowns, and he's like, God, like, what do you mean? I prayed for you. He was like, I sent you a boat in a oh, helicopter. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That was me. And it's like with her, it was like, I, I can't, how many signals, like, yeah. there were so many people. If, like, your internal red flag system is, like, like not working at the moment, there were so many people where that were like, hey, like, I feel like that place is super dangerous and you should get out of there, you, you know? leave. Yeah, but, go to a, an adjoining city. But she was, yes. Yes, but then she was too scared of the man running at her, which, okay, understandable. Fair enough, yeah. But at the same time, he's telling her to get the fuck out. Don't stay in that house. It's not good. Right. She's been warned twice, okay, by two different people. Mm Mm-hmm. No. She decides Mm -mm. to stay another night. Again, like, suspending disbelief. And the worst part, okay, so I'm not sure, like, the exact timeline of events, but she, for some reason, she has to go, why does she have to go to the basement? Because. I mean, I know the door keeps opening. Because she, Bill Skarsgård, uh, uh, Keith, isn't there. Oh. And so she's like, Keith, Keith, where are you, Keith? And then she goes down there. And she sees um, that weird rope coming out of the wall and like a door shaped. uh, I mean, look, it was good to know you, Keith, again. (laughs) um, Sorry, it could happen to a better guy, but surely you understand that I cannot go into secret doors. Enjoyed the wine. Yeah. I, yeah. you know, and um, honestly, I wouldn't hold it against you either if you chose not to do that. But she. But then. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, well, she she pulls on the rope. Hmm. In the basement, she pulls on the rope and then opens the weird door, the cement door. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a Chuck E. Cheese, and that's the end of the movie. And no, it's a no, it's a bad place. It's a bad place. Um, okay, so she, she goes in a little bit and starts yelling for him. Then mm-hmm. she's like, Ew, "I don't know," and then turns <laughs> around, and the door to the fucking basement closes and locks her in. Mm-hmm. So now she's stuck in the fucking basement. What does she do? Well, I guess I'll just go into this underground tunnel and keep looking for Keith. Absolutely not. 
Again, absolutely not. N-O-P-E forever. She's seeing these, like, like dog, human-sized dog cages with, like, slop in them. Who knows what? Let's say blood. I think there was blood. <sighs> Still, Keith, Keith, where are you, Keith? <laughs> right. You know it really sealed the deal for me was um, the AV room... 1995 mm. Mm. VCR TV combo. And the camera on a tripod with a dirty mattress. That mattress was soiled beyond belief. Yeah. Every yeah. stain imaginable was on that. No sheets on it. Ugh. No. Ugh. No. Ugh. And there's a, a video, I think, of, we find later, the video is of a woman teaching, it was a, an instructional breastfeeding video. Yes, in another, in a different room. So, and mm. I think that, like, what this calls back to is that there are several cases in, in Europe and the States of people who built extensive, like, underground compound where they kept kidnapped women for mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. for years so this isn't the most um like shock you, you know what i mean it's like it it ugh. yeah it's gross again i it's gross and i really i have really 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 would have just gotten out of there yeah. So, um... It, too late now. The fucking door's locked. Yeah. Keep going. And, and the the other thing is that I think this is when we get the introduction to the monster. Yes. So, and, bill, uh, yeah, go ahead. Keith comes, finally, running at her like a fucking dog. Scares mm-hmm. the shit out of you because Bill Skarsgård running, <laughs> running full mm-hmm. speed on all fours at you. Right. Like, it's so, like, it's such a wild manner that even his eyes have, like, gone to either side of his head. Yeah. So normal Bill Skarsgård look. Right. (laughs) Directly everywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then something pulls him back and proceeds to kill him. Right. Right. Bashes his head into the wall. Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, and then, so as an audience, like that's like, isn't we're, we're sort of left there and then a new character is introduced. Yeah. It's AJ played by Justin Long. Yeah. And it's interesting that like, he's the, like, um, the song that he's like singing as he's like on the Pacific coast highway. It's like the, the song about like Ricky Ticky Tavi. Yeah. Like the, what the fuck was that? Well, I because I think this is all kind of a setup for like the the mongoose versus the snake. Okay. Where you know it's just like honestly like the tenacity of women. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it's like the like despite the fact that we don't, you know, you would think that the snake would win every time. Mm. You know, just sort of, like, the, you know, having to, like, depend on your, like, wits 
and then you you know you that I, that uh, that was the assumption I made. Well, I, yeah, I mean that does happen. I like I saw on um it it was a TikTok from I think her name is Film Sis. I'll get it on your FYP. But she, but essentially she was saying that, you know, there was, there's been this discussion where, like, people like Kubrick make, like, the aging female body sort of like a plot point in a lot of horror films. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't think this is an example of that. I think that this is sort of an example of you know, that women, that, that men can be abusive to women and they like to where there's even monstrous results and then they're scared of what they've done Mm -hmm. and, you know, scared of what they've created in the process, Mm -hmm. which, and I was like, that's a really clever read because, you know, this, the only people who make it out of this evil maze are, yeah, women that have had to navigate out of similar tricky yeah. situations before. I think and that's, if you're not, that was the yeah. point I was going to make is like... Oh, sorry. No, but just like, maybe I can bring it up later. I don't know, but... Ooh. Um, you know, I I think for her, for Tess, I think the reason why, I mean, she does, she makes it out of life. I think the reason why she does is because she plays along with everything. You know, she goes like, um, okay, so let me set something up really quick. So, um, AJ, um, he's like this, I think he's like a, a Hollywood, he's like a producer or something. Mm. So he ends up getting um, accused of raping a woman and um, like an actress, I think. And um, Mm -hmm. so he's basically blackballed, you know, and you Jesus, like the way they did it. I was like, I mean, at first I was like, oh, wow. You know, did he do it? Why the fuck am I questioning this? Who cares? Well, you know, what's so wild to me, though, was that the uh, I love the way they presented that because it was like there was nobody fighting for him. Right. Like, I feel like every single person that worked with him was like, yeah, this is within the realm of possibility. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because it was like, um, it was sort of like a scenario. It was kind of like a, like a coercive, you know, essay. Mm-hmm. And they could, they're like, yeah, I could totally see this guy, you know, taking it too far and somebody feeling like, you know, they feel like really pressured and don't know what to do. And yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that's the thing is that if you, if somebody has an accusation and there's like absolutely no one that at the first, at the first word of it, they're all dropping you. Everybody. Like you need to... Yeah. So then he goes to, was it his agent or something? They're like, well, we're dropping you. And he's like, this is how much money you're going to have to make in order to um, keep your house. And he's like, I'm not selling that house. And he's like, well, you're broke. He's like, you're going to have nothing at the end of the month. Yeah. If you don't sell it. So, of course, like, he 
he does have a house in Detroit that he owns. What? Yeah, so come to find out, he's the one that actually owns this Airbnb. And I don't think he knew, he certainly didn't know, that there was um, an underground compound No. Um, underneath. And in fact, his reaction when he first sees it is to immediately look up if he if that extra square footage can count towards the price of the house. Yeah. He keeps going. He goes down, he finds the um he finds the the same I don't know if he found the rope. I think he did. Goes into the mm-hmm. thing and he's just like every way he's got like his fucking um tape measure and he's like measuring all the distance. He's not even paying attention to the creepy room. No, he's just moving the dirty mattress out of the way. Yeah, he's he doesn't care. Money, money, money. He keeps going, and you know he runs. Eventually, he runs into um Tess, who's been down there for who knows how long. I don't know how much time has passed. And yeah, and then um the woman that's keeping them there yeah like basically is above them and is like trying as like a bottle she's like trying to feed them and tess is like just drink it just drink it just drink it just drink it yeah and he's like what and he's freaking out he's so scared and she's like just do it you know because she she's been doing it for how how long but she's still alive because she's going along with it right yeah and, you know, that's, like, all she is, all she cares about is survival. And, you know, it's, like, her her instincts are kicking in. And I feel like, you know, that was kind of to my point is, like, as a woman, you have to go through all these things in order to survive. And definitely probably used to, like, being in situations where she's in danger or, um, you know, things may have happened to her. Where she's like, okay, I'm going to have to do whatever it is that I have to do to survive. Now, prior to that, she didn't care about Keith (laughs) being Mm -hmm. deranged. But now that she's down there, she's going to do whatever she has to do to survive. And this is when she starts to try to protect AJ from, what do you want to call her? From the mother. Yeah, I just call her mother. From mother. I don't want to call her monster because that's rude. It's not her fault. It's not her fault. She's stuck down there too. Yeah. So this whole time she's trying to protect him and then also, you know, get them out of there. Like try to figure a way to get them out of there because they're stuck and mommy doesn't want to let her baby go. And no. she gets she gets mad because AJ does not want to drink from the bottle, and she's like, "Excuse me, baby, right? Drink the bottle, yeah, baby. You're ga- yeah, you're not gonna thrive if you don't get any milk. Yeah, like a like a puppy. Yeah. Well, and I also think you know, um, there's like a trauma response called the fawn response. Mm-hmm. And I I wonder if men have to use it as much as women do, but it's like. You know, if somebody's, like, hitting on you or whatever, and it's, mm-hmm. like, you're not trying to incite violence, and so you're 
trying to, you know, oh, I'm actually married or, you know, I'm in a long-term relationship. You know, it's like these sort of, right. and like, you know, you can just tell the difference in that's and those two people where he's just like, I'm not going to do anything. Like, let me out of here. And it's like, okay, I don't think you understand. You're not really in a position to negotiate right now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, why don't you just listen to her? Clearly she's alive and down there. Yeah. And it, it it's like, you know, it's just, just an asshole to the very end, you know? Yes. It's like to the very end. And it's like wild. Cause they finally, you know, at some point they do, like get out of her grasp and they end up on like <laughs> the top of this water tower, which they've been told like she can't climb. And then at the first, at the first appearance of threat, he, <laughs> after like, after Tess has like done all of this to try to get him safe and try to get him taken care of, he like literally yeets her off of this off. Well, so yeah, so they like, they escape because of her. So she breaks the window in the basement. They they get out. She helps him get out of the house. And um, that guy that came running for her, you know, to tell her to yeah. get out of the house initially, she find he helps her, like he pulls her out of the window, gets her out. And so then he takes them to um his little encampment place, and he's like, Well, she's never she's never come over here. So why don't you, you know, stay with me over here? You know, I'll, I'll, I'll keep you safe. She's never, you know, gone beyond this point before. I've never seen her. And so they're like, okay, cool. And so they stay there. And then guess what? Yeah. Guess what? She kills our friend. She makes it through the fence and she kills our friend. (laughs) Yeah. And then, Right, and then they get on the water tower, and not only does he yeet her off the top of the water <laughs> tower, he fucking pretends like, oh no, I was doing it to protect you. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, a, well, it, what's so wild, and I thought was, like, such a really, like, good scene, is that what we do find is, at the end of the movie, is that the person who's responsible for building this underground bunker is Mm. still there. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, on his last legs. He's dying. And he's got all of these... Like, there's, like, a true... Like, that reminded me of Lake and Ng that had all of those VHS tapes of all their crimes. Yeah. And so, like, he finally sees this man. And, you know, he shows, like, at the beginning, he's, like, shows, like, great sort of compassion for him. Like, can I get you some water and everything Mm -hmm. else? And then he realizes, like, oh, wait a second. Like, this is his torture chamber that we're in. Whoops. And he he takes a look at the video, and it's wild because he's like, you know, he's like, oh, this is, you know, this is so awful. Like, you're such a monster. And it's like, yeah, but so are you, dude. (laughs) Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like wild to me that it's like, the, you're he's just at the extreme of the culture, but, like, you participate in it, too. Right. So then it takes you... Yeah, because then they show, like, how it kind of all started. 
right um, it's like alluded or not alluded but um said that like so he it's what was it like the set the 80s i think yeah because they're like 80s, showing yeah. stuff about reagan and um when they go back like the neighborhoods like you know every like residential neighborhood usa you know all the neighbors talk to each other blah 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 but then things start going downhill and um one of the neighbors says that he's moving out of the the area and he asks him are you moving out too and he's like no i'm not moving i'm staying here and you know he goes to the store Mm-mm. He goes to the store and he buys supplies like baby like diapers and all kinds of stuff. And the lady's so nice. She's like, oh, are you having a baby? Oh, yeah, we're having a baby. Da, 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 da. So he, oh, you're going to need this. You're going to need this. And he's like, okay, great. And he buys all this stuff for the baby. And um, so then you get an idea of like, oh, okay. So he is planning on just to keep going with this. Who knows how long this bunker's been down there, right? Well, I mean, since the 80s. At least. When did right. he start? Yeah. So he's going to stay there. He's going to keep having babies. Babies having yeah. babies. Whatever. Yeah. So that's basically how the mom ends up the way she is. Is because yeah. he is having... He's having, yeah. you know, continuing Children life. with his own children. Yeah. So, anyways, that's that's how that starts. So then the neighborhood becomes, you know, impoverished. That's what happens. Everybody leaves. And he's the only one that's still there in that neighborhood. You know, you think, oh, okay, well, this is a nice looking house. This is, you know, nothing bad could be going on here. Yeah. When in fact. Um, you know, I do think in the movie that there's actually, you have, a, you end up having a real sympathy for what would be the monster character. Oh, absolutely. I think in the end, like, there's a real sympathy there, like, sort of like Frankenstein's monster. Mm-hmm. And I do, I, I, I love the way that it was shot. Um, I, it felt very Hitchcockian to me. I thought they were, like, it, I was scared the whole time. I mean, I know you don't get scared in scary movies, but I'm like the opposite. I get well, scared. I, I mean, it was it was tense because yeah, you know, I feel like with this movie, you kind of didn't know what was you were hoping things were going to turn out away, but you know, and and you know, I I was thinking, you know, like at a, a point where um, you have mother. Her name is Mother, so you have Mother chasing after them and everything. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Tess is also mothering AJ. Because she's trying to protect him, even though time after time he has put her in danger. Mm-hmm. You know, he and she's still trying to protect him like a mother would try to protect her child. And mm-hmm. and then, you know, the mother, she just wants to protect Tess like that was her child from mm-hmm. AJ, who is clearly a threat. Yeah. Yeah, I do think. Yeah. So I just, and I, I do love the setup that it is that sort of, you know, these sort of like, 
women that, you know, just have to persistently survive in this sort of, like, hostile male environment. Yeah. That they all, you know, participate in one way or another. But, um, it does, you know, it has, it is that time of the podcast, Ruthie. Oh. It is. The time has arrived. Is it already that, oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if you're prepared. I'm, but I am. Uh, well, please. Well, let me go first because you sound like yours are better than mine. Okay. So this is when we pick our songs for the Spotify playlist. These are just a few little tasty morsels that we're going to give you until you can listen to the entire thing. Songs that we chose. Um, so the first song that I chose was Mother by Danzig. That's what I chose. Of course you did. Oh my God. Oh my God. I was so excited about that. (laughs) Yes. That's funny. How could you not? That is funny. Okay. Tell your children not to walk my way. Yeah. Um, Then the second song I chose was uh, Cool Thing by Sonic Youth. Because... Yeah, because, like, in it, you know, Kim Gordon is talking about, you know, women being liberated from white male um, oppression. And, um, and I, you know, clearly that was a huge part of this movie. Um, and then um, the third song I chose was Monster by Lady Gaga. Ooh, interesting choice. I love all of these. Oh. I love all of these picks. Okay, thank y'all. That is funny. Um, well, as you know, I also chose Mother by Danzig. <laughs> um, that is funny. Um, but I also did um, Heart Shaped Box. Oh. But, and I um, also wanted to do um, Hidden Place by good old Bjork. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I would 100% recommend this film. I thought it was super fresh. Like, this was his debut film. Yeah, so, it's, it's uh, was it Nate? From What Is Kids You Know? Yes! Yes! It was, um, oh, I, like, looked it up. So it's directed by Zach Kreger. Yeah. And, yeah, he was, like, involved with all this, like, <laughs> well, they're not really kids. But, yeah. So, um, yeah, I just thought, like, I just saw a lot of potential there, and I think it's great. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. Like a really fun horror film. I liked it a lot, too. Yeah. I would I, definitely suggest it. I really like how, well, it. I think, like, most horror movies have an underlying thing that they're trying to say about it, you know? Um, but I find that a lot of the newer horror movies um you know well i mean obviously because it's they're new but they i feel like they have politically a lot to say or um it really resonates with what's going on today and i really like that about this movie yeah i do i think i remember watching i don't know it was like a horror documentary and they were just saying how (laughs) interestingly enough that horror films always tend to be a little more progressive as far as like like, the themes that they're war- warning against, that sort of, like, hostility and racism, uh-huh. fascism, and, you know, these sort of, yeah. you know, s- 
sexism. It's and always like mirroring, be... mirroring like the the atrocities of real life, you know. But yeah, but then they put like a monster in place of white men. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Mm. Sorry, not sorry. I'm not. I'm sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Hashtag sorry, not sorry. But um, yeah. So take a wa- take a take a listen, take a watch, take a listen. Okay. So with that, I want to thank everyone for listening to the show. Yeah. Please <laughs> um, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Gmail, Twitter. I'm pretty sure nobody's trying to copy our twitter blue check us it's us we don't have a blue check either i mean but it's us yeah for real um and yeah like us follow our playlist it's on spotify please do we just told you about it they're always fun yeah that thing we were just talking about just talking about it you should listen to them like honestly guys if you forgot um (laughs) Yeah, and you know we're gonna keep keep doing happy horror days. Happy horror days. We're and, bringing um, you the gifts. And I'm your I'm your auntie Gina, and, and I'm your auntie Ruth. And we're you're red. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now 